from listener to the adventures of Lord Dinby Witherspoon, Duke of Space. From a long line of brave and well-bred noblemen, Lord Dinby ventures forth on his rocket ship, the Wanderer, in search of high adventure, low cunning, and for queen and country. Joined by his able companions, Huxley, Calculo, and Simpson, the Duke of Space faces adventure and danger at every turn. When last we left Lord Dinby, he and his companions had traveled to the jungle planet Relief to recover the missing Lord Nupshore. They found his campsite and followed his trail. But as they made their way after the missing member of the peerage, they were set upon by ape-like men with the heads of fish. Look out, Miss Slippers! There, take that. You should never jump in front of a lady like that. Please! Dude, what are you thinking jumping down in front of that lady like that? Forgive my nephew for his over-excitement, but we mean you no harm. Well, you have a dash unusual way of showing it. Hold, Huxley. I think I know this chappy. You're Marimbro, are you not? But, but I am. And you are Dimby, if I remember. Oh, Dimby, if you don't mind. Ah, I, I congratulate you on in the inheritance of your family's titles and lament the loss of your father. He was a good man. That would make you Duke of New York and Astral Kent, would it not? I thank you, Marimbro, for your kind words. And yes, you are quite right. You do have a long memory. The fossil people are not quick to forget the keen mind and kindness of your Lord Father to us in our hour of need. And indeed, look, we have prayed to your Christian God that he send us help again, and here another witherspoon has come to our aid in a dark hour. Quite so. And what is the manner of your urgency? The, the, the Vasa have taken human men and women to sacrifice to their hungry God. Two nights now they have fed him, and the third night is upon us. If they feed him one more night, it is certain that he will be unleashed upon us and destroy us forever. Oh, that sure does sound dire. But what kind of god eats people? His name is Kith the Mighty, and he lives in dark waters. Yes, I remember the statues of him well enough. I expect the same humans they are feeding the kith are the very ones we are looking for. Tell me, where's the sacrifice taking place? At the Lake of Dell, just one of your miles north of here. You know the place? I do not, but Calculo can lead us there. I know that you will not go into the lands of the Navasa if you can help it, so go back to your homes and I promise you that the line of Witherspoon will not fail to preserve you once again. We will pray for you, my lord. Nephew, get up and come home with us. 
Well, those were interesting fellas. And squishy. I think I need to wash my hand. You sure know a lot about places like this, Lord Denby. Yes, well, that is the life of an adventurer, Miss Slippers. One must always be traveling, always learning. Onward then, Calculo. Contact Simpson and get us coordinates. Yes, sir. Simpson, are you there? I'm here, Calculo. What can I do for you? There should be a lake approximately a mile north of our position. Can you see it? Let me check the readouts. Yes, yes, I see it. I'm getting a closer look now. I see, yes, there's a village there, populated by some kind of fish people with the heads of apes. Quite unnerving. Would you like me to set the guns on it? That would be unwise, as we suspect that Lord Nubshaw is possibly at the location. Could you send me images of the village and its exact coordinates? Very good, Calculo. I'm sending them now. I will prepare the weapons just in case. I have received the coordinates, sir. Shall I lead the way? Right you are, Calculo. So, Lord Dimby, how much time did you and your father spend here? Well, it was one of my Lord Father's more extended expeditions, you see. We spent a year here the first visit, and then again for another six months a few years on. Did you know the fishy guys the whole time? The Fossa were very welcoming the first time we landed here. I'd got myself in a bit of a scrape and they rescued me. My father was very grateful and befriended them. He taught them the tenets of the one true religion, the heart of the Anglican Church. Since then, they left behind their pagan ways. Leaving behind the heathen gods of one's youth can be quite difficult at times. In this case, the Navasa thought them to be heretics. So they began to call on their god, Kith the Mighty. My father scattered the Navasa before they could complete their ceremonies. Oh no, where did they find the people to sacrifice? Well, in those days, they sacrificed the fossa, and I believe the ceremony took about ten nights. It seems that Kith finds humans to be a far more prized offering. He needs only three nights of our blood, so we must hurry. Hopefully Hardy hasn't met his fate just yet. Sir, we have almost reached a ridge where we can overlook the village. There, that rock should be a good vantage point. By gum, my lord. Look at that. There must be hundreds of them down there. There's quite a lot of work for your pistol laser, Huxley, old dear. I think our best plan is to split ourselves into two groups. Huxley and I will go down to the village and reconnoiter the situation. If we can find Lord Dumshaw, we will sneak him out. If things go badly, I believe the pistol laser fire will be sign enough. You three, stay here and keep an eye on our progress. We may need some precision artillery fire from the Wanderer if our whole plan goes belly up. And so Lord Dinby and Huxley begin their climb down to the village of the Navasa people. And terrible danger! We will learn of their fate after this news break. This is news of the Empire. A skirmish was fought today on German soil between Royal Marines defending the embassy of the British Empire against disorganized German attackers. When the battle was over, 17 German riflemen were slain and only a single Royal Marine was badly wounded. The Committee of Imperial Defense has ordered that the guard on the embassy be increased by double. When asked whether there were any plans to evacuate the Imperial Embassy, the CID responded with a 
No comment at this time. Now a word from Eberdeen and Clovis solicitors. Hello there. I'm Bernard Hildebrand, and I play Calculo on the adventures of Lord Denby Witherspoon, Duke of Space. As each of us knows, sometimes life will give us a knock on the jaw. A loved one passes suddenly. A fire devastates our home. The doctor presents us with dark news. When these sort of dire situations come about, you would be well in hand with Aberdeen and Clovis, solicitors. They have served the people of London for the past three decades and have handled countless testaments and claims. Aberdeen and Clovis, solicitors, here to serve you in your need. Despite the coaxing of both the American millionaire Charles Hufferton and English tea magnate Sir Silverborn, the acclaimed physicist Albert Einstein has decided to take the offer of Princeton University in the American state of New Jersey. Mr. Einstein, famous for his theory of relativity, said he only wanted somewhere peaceful where he could work and never have to do mathematics again. And now back to our program. Lord Dinby and Huxley creep through the high brush as they approach the camp of the Navassa people. They pause for a moment as the large fish-like man with an ape's head passes by, gripping a long three-pronged spear in his hand. When he is safely passed, they move on into the camp, moving from tent to tent, venturing furtive looks into the darkness of each, searching for the missing Earl. Finally, after six tents have been tried, they find him tied to a central pole in the tent. The two men sneak into the warm, dark interior, and Lord Dinby breaks the tent's silence. But how hardy? Oh, I say, what ho, Dinby? You're a barely long way from home, what? Quite. But, you know, they sent me to bring you home, old man. Have they really? My, my, that is relieving news. I'd begun to have the pip over being tied up here for three days. I should think so. But, hearty old thing, where are your retainers? I'm afraid they fed them to that damned abomination that they worshipped in me. It was a beastly thing. And if you hadn't shown up, I'm afraid I would be the goose this evening for its supper. Indeed. Huxley, untie Lord Numshaw and let us away. <laughs> Not so fast, human. My lord, look out! He has a spear! And there, there's another one! I hear we're surrounded, my lord! Meanwhile, Calculo, Abigail, and Doris watch from the ridge above the village. Oh no, those fishmen went into the same tent that Lord Dinby and Huxley did. There are so many of them. Yes, I see. Unfortunately, I do not think there is much we can do from here to help them. Well, we better not stay. Look, they're sending patrols out right now, probably looking for us. We better get out of here. But where? I saw a cave back that way. If we can keep out of sight, we can make our way there and hide out till they waddle on past. But we'll probably have to run. Calculo, can you do it? Yes. Thank you for your concern, Miss Snippers, but I have a new motivator, and it is performing wonderfully. See? He's in great shape. Okay, so we should get to sneak in? Yes. I will endeavor to keep record of their movements, and make sure that we do not encounter them as we go. Scanning. Yes, I have them. Come, we must move quickly. There, behind that rock. Let's get over there. I think they nearly saw us. Maybe next time we shouldn't all run together. I don't know if I can keep close enough. 
record of their movements to track more than one location at the same time. It will be safer if we stay together. Where do you think we should go next, Miss Street? I think that clump of trees is in the right direction, and it'll give us more cover than we've got now. Tell us when, Metal Man. One moment. And... Now. Oh no, I think he saw us. We're in for it for sure. Yes, he's coming this way. We gotta make a break for the cave as quickly as possible. No time for you to calculate. Run! And so the three companions burst forth from the copse of trees, with the fish man right behind them, his three-pronged spear raised to strike. The cave, still many yards ahead, looms dark in their vision as they realize too late that they cannot hope to escape the weapon if it is hurled at them. Has Lord Dinby's plan to save Lord Numshore doomed his crew? Will they all be fed to the dark heathen god? Will the name of Witherspoon be remembered by the people as a failure? To find out, tune in next week for the adventures of Lord Dinby Witherspoon, Duke of Space. The Adventures of Lord Dimby Witherspoon in Space has been reconstructed with the voice talents of Zoe Benicaduto, Matthew Curtis, Finn Kilgore, Jeff Machado, Steve Rimpici, Megan Scrivener, and Christine Stern, with special guest appearances by Jed Eicher and John Peterson. Music has been restored by Father David Swantek. The reconstruction of the show has been penned and produced by J.W.G. Wise. Please visit us at dukeofspace.com and on Twitter at dukeofspace. If you'd like to email us, you can do so at dinby at dukeofspace.com. 